Welcome to Dr. Blackgrass on Air for the first podcast of 2016. Later on in today's programme, we're going to be thinking about spring applications of Atlantis. But first of all, we're going to hear from David Foyers, an arable farmer based near Worksop. I spoke to David last week and he gave me a rundown of how well his weed control programme has gone so far. Well, obviously, we've had heavy rates of Liberator. We've also had heavy rates of Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had other concoctions depending on how, uh, you know, strong the black grass is. Uh, we've had an autumn application of Atlantis in most places. And having walked over the land uh, only on Friday up to now, we're very, very pleased with, uh, with the black, uh, black grass control. However, where we did have a bit of a problem, obviously where we have any serious problems, not that we've not got that many, we're, we're planning to grow with spring barley. Mm-hmm. Um However, where it was sort of borderline between second wheat or good second wheat land, where we know we can get a good crop if we can get away with the black grass, yeah. we went down the route of ploughing it. Uh, we had a slight chip with the top down, mm-hmm. got, a, got a flush of black grass, sprayed it off, ploughed it, drilled it around the 15th to the 20th of October because obviously conditions were good. Uh, we even managed to roll it in some cases. Obviously got the pre-emergence on, quite textbook really. Black grass control up to now has all been very good. And again, we've, where we needed to Atlantis it, looking back, it would have actually been probably around the 29th of November. I've got to appreciate where there were second weeks had not been drilled until to the 15th or the 20th of October. Yeah. You know, it needed enough time to, 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 get, to get something like a target to be able to spray onto. And up to now... We're delighted with the black grass control. Okay, so there's um, there's not a great deal there. No, no, not not at all really this time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we're not going to get any spring germination, but in fields where back in 2012, where we weren't able to get pre-emergence on in the wet year, mm-hmm. uh, there were some areas in this particular field that we basically had to spray the lot off. We've walked directly to those areas this time, and to be fair, it's very, very clean. Uh, I'm not saying that we're not going to have to do the odd bit of roguing, but by no means are we going to have to go in and uh, think about bringing any large areas off with the sprayer. So David managed to get Atlantis on pre-Christmas on much of his farm. So I asked him about any land which hasn't had a post-M yet. One, we've got about a 60-acre block out of about 750 acres of wheat mm-hmm. where we've not got Atlantis where we would have liked to have done. To be fair, there isn't any black grass on that land. It's predominantly rye grass, if anything. You know, the 60-acre field, and if you like, probably 50, 55 acres of it's clean as a whistle and always has been. Yeah. Um, it borders onto a motorway side of the M1. We always, I don't know whether it's what we think it is. It, you know, we seem to get seeding off the grass banks of the motorway. We've got rye grass issues. It all, it seems to be where the, the, the field adjoins the motorway within like a 24 meter headland, if you like. However, as you get further across the field, away from the motorway banks, where it's away from, you know, seeding areas, then 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 the fields. A lot cleaner, and to be honest with you, when we were Atlantis in, we sort of prioritised what we thought was that we didn't really see as as as, as desperate to get it on as, as some other blocks do. I mean, last year the same block that was first wheat that this year is a second wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually used Pacifica probably mm-hmm. around beginning of March last year. To be fair, other than a couple of isolated areas that we took the ball by the arms and, and desiccated off. The, the, the control on, on you know, out of 55 acres of a 60-acre block was very, very good last year. Uh, as a second week this year, we've ploughed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, the, with the weather being kind through mid-October, 
rather than getting itchy feet and wanting to drill it at the beginning of October, for fear of not getting it in. Yeah. Uh, the ploughing sort of baked, we ploughed it early. Uh, the ploughing baked out. Um, when we did get a bit of rain beginning of October, 20 mil or so that we had, it just softened it nicely and it allowed it to go in good conditions around the 15th. So obviously one, one thing up the sleeve is one, that it was ploughed and two, that it didn't go in too early. Uh, and again, it managed to get rolled, you know, uh, pre-emergence went on in, 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 in good timing, you know, good conditions. So I think that's been, you know, good in many ways. Whereas if last year when we, when we did have to sort of desiccate a few areas, you know, not, well, obviously that was our shout, you know, some have done that. Um, but to be fair, uh, it was drilled quite early, probably around the 20th yeah. of September, hence why we probably did get, get um, you know, the, the ryegrass come that, 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 that did, and obviously it was mintilled after eight. Thanks, David. I'm sure some listeners are slightly envious of David having done so much of his herbicide programme already. But for those of you who will be making an Atlantis or perhaps a Pacific application in spring, here's Ben Giles of Bayer with an overview of what to look out for. Ben, what should people applying Atlantis in the spring be looking for? Well, the first thing to consider really is, is when to go, and that is revolves really around when active growth starts in the spring. You might say, what do you mean by active growth? Well, it's clearly the black grass has to be growing to take in the Atlantis chemical. The easiest way probably to, to determine that is, is either walk the fields, obviously, but you can do something as simple as look out the sort of kitchen window on your lawn in the garden. And that will generally start growing about the same time as black grass will in the field. Depends when that could be. In a very mild, mild spring, it could be as early as late January, February. You may have to wait a bit if we come out of a particularly cold winter um, to allow the soils to warm up and the black grass to really get going. So what growth stage do you want to be applying Atlantis in the spring? The answer is really as, as soon as is possible, as small as is possible, let's say, obviously. Um, that will be greatly determined by a number of factors. Um, some determined from the autumn. So when was the crop drilled? Earlier drilled crops will obviously potentially have more growth in the autumn, be bigger black grass uh, in the spring. Uh, how cold was the winter will certainly be a determining factor. Uh, if it's a particularly cold one, obviously the crop, the black grass, won't be able to grow as fast. It will be smaller coming into the, the spring timing. Uh, and the other thing, actually, is, is now more and more residual chemistry is being used in the autumn and bigger stacks are being used. They might well be holding the black grass back. If they're not outright killing it, making it feel sick, it won't be growing as much through the winter uh, and it will possibly be a few grace stages smaller coming into the spring timing. Is there any situation in spring where you might consider delaying an application of Atlantis? I think in almost every situation the answer is go as soon as possible. You know, black grass wise, you must not let it get too big before trying to control it. Um, you can also, also add in residual partners still into the spring point three of liberator being a, a very good example which will allow you to top up um, some residual chemistry in the soil to allow control of some spring germinators but in answer to your question about is there a situation yes i would say there is probably one and that is where you've got spring germinating bromes so rye meadow bromes for example where they might germinate a bit later within the spring and if you go too early you might miss them um, and the thing to do there would be firstly to step up to the 0.5 kilo dose of Pacifica um, and then you would probably have to slightly delay from your ideal black grass timing to make sure those bromes are actually there before you hit them. Final question. Sometimes if people think their residual stacks done a very, very good job, they might be reluctant to spray any post-end product at all in the spring. What are your thoughts on this? 
I think there'd be a very rare occasion that you won't need to apply anything post-emergence in the spring. What a big residual stack might do is, is lower the potential for a large amount of stuff to come up. Now, that might mean that you've got less broadleaves to deal with, which is a good thing. It might mean you've obviously got less grass weeds as well, but I think there is still a very good case for a post-emergence follow-up of Atlantis even when there's only a few black grass left, they can easily produce a large number of tillers and it's all about seed return. Don't let too much seed go back in. Hit it at every possible opportunity. Thank you, Ben. So by now you know you need to get out there and spray, but chances are conditions aren't a perfect sunny day with a gentle breeze. I spoke with David Fells, an experienced sprayer operator at Midlow Grange Farm, for his thoughts on spraying in tricky conditions. In winter and early spring, obviously conditions are actually quite difficult to spray, yet the black grass is at a small growth stage, so a lot of people know that it's a good time to spray. How do you actually make the decision to get out there and do anything? Yeah, it's always tricky. The mentality has to be to take those opportunities because they're few and far between, or can be few and far between, depending upon the season. Uh, You may get a couple of hours in the middle of the day it may be between sort of 11 o'clock and maybe a little bit after uh, 2 o'clock something like that to allow time for the spray to dry on so the mindset has to be to take those opportunities and it might just be one load but it's about making the use of that chance and making sure that in any chance that's taken does make the best use of the product that you're applying and thinking specifically about the weather conditions what should it be like outside drying i think is the thing to work with uh obviously at this time of year it's unlikely to be perfect and i think if you wait for the perfect day you probably won't go and spray any atlantis so i think there are compromises to be made but you just have to pick the right ones and so it's about looking at the conditions to be as good as they're likely to be and then taking that chance and how do you deal with uh, changeability? Because obviously conditions can change quite often at this time of year. And you might be filling up that when you decide to fill up the sprayer, it's good. By the time you've driven to the field, it's bad. What's your advice for people yeah. facing that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the sad realities of spraying life, I'm afraid. But you have to just keep an eye on the weather. I know that sounds an obvious thing to say, but keep an eye on the weather. And I think to some degree you do have to push it a little bit because otherwise you won't get those... Uh, applications made when the black grass is small and you'll start to run in the spring the black grass will be bigger and you start to hit compromises with other tank mixes that you might be wishing to make so I think you do to a certain extent have to push it a bit and take opportunities but obviously you need to be selective about how you do that. So David you've loaded up the sprayer you've made it to the field hasn't started blowing a gale you're going to be spraying but what sort of things you need to do with the equipment the application technique to make sure that you make the most of it yeah so having got to the field and made that decision to go which is some of the hardest things actually is to make the decision to go uh, hopefully the choices that will have been made will mean that the application is good so the choice of nozzle hopefully you've selected a flat fan nozzle Uh, that will mean that we get a finer medium finer quality spray which will give the Atlantis the best chance of hitting the target and being retained by it. So having selected that, it may be more prone to drift, so that's why it's really important to keep the boom height down, make sure half a metre is the level that you're running the boom at when spraying the crop. That minimises drift to a huge extent. The other things would be to ensure that the um, speed is not excessive. depends to a degree on the... uh, stability of your boom and how level your fields are 
but keeping that speed down will reduce the potential for drift and also will reduce the turbulence that is created as you spray which can also capture those small droplets and mean that they may not hit the target in the best way and the final thing to think about is pressure if you start to go faster with modern sprayers uh, they usually have the ability to keep the application rate the same but they alter the pressure or increase the pressure as you speed up which will mean that the smaller droplets get even smaller and are maybe then therefore more prone to being drifted away from the target. Thanks a lot, David. There's lots of good information there for anyone going out and spraying over the next couple of months. If you want more information about applying Atlantis, then there are plenty of resources on the Bayer website. That's all for the first podcast of 2016. We'll be back later in the year to review how people have got on. In the meantime, you can stay in touch by tweeting us at Dr Blackgrass. Until next time, goodbye.